Yo, this is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 115. How's everybody doing? It's been a busy weekend, but I'm getting it done. All right, let's just dive right in here. We're going to uh, Sweden. This band's been around since 98. They really only have one original guy. Uh, who's just the main songwriter, and he's in a million bands. I'm not sure how you pronounce his first name, but it's R-O-G-G-A, since he's Swedish. I'm not sure if it's just Roga. Uh, Johansson is his last name, but he plays in so many bands. Uh, it's, it's insane. Basically, I'd say more than half of the Transcending Obscurity Records roster um, is bands that he plays in. <laughs> but... This particular band uh, is one of his that I, I do enjoy. Uh, it's Paganizer. They take a lot of inspiration from, you know, other Swedish contemporaries, of course. But um, I would say the main um, inspiration for them, even right down to the logo and everything, would be Unleashed. Um, they're pretty prolific. They've released 12 records up to this point, And they got a new one coming out uh, on June 24th of this year called Beyond the Macabre. And that's coming out through Transcending Obscurity. And they released the first single off of it. The uh, album artwork that they released is amazing. Uh, They always have some really cool artwork. But they released this single. It's a really cool song. Really epic. Drumming's a little sloppy. But it doesn't really ruin the song or anything for me. But uh, yeah. Really kind of you get some borderline Amon Amarth vibes in there a little bit. Um, But yeah. It's a good tune. And really it's not drastically different from anything else they've done but it's always just been pretty solid um swedish death metal i mean that's really all i can say so this is the only single out so far from this one and uh, i imagine there'll be one or two more before this album comes out in june so here we go off of the upcoming album beyond the macabre this is paganizer with you are what you devour
That was Paganizer from Sweden with You Are What You Devour. Um, yeah, really thick and meaty production on that as well. It just suits the music really nicely. But yeah, they've put out some good stuff over the years. Not all of it is particularly memorable, but some of their stuff um, is really good, especially the last few records that I've heard. Um, all right, we're jumping to Finland here. This band has been going since 2017. This is actually a, uh, a one-woman band. She plays everything and does all vocals, um, and it's excellent. This is something that I really don't know much about this project, but I just kind of heard it the other day for the first time and was kind of excited by it, so I just threw it on the, <laughs> the roster for this episode without really knowing much about, uh, about the band. The band is called Vermilia, and they released a full length in 2018 and then uh, an EP in 2020. I think there might even be a new single or two out right now, but I elected to play something off of uh, this EP. Uh, the EP, everything's in Finnish, so I'm going to do my best. <laughs> so uh, The EP's called Keskenoresia Taranoita, which means like unfinished tales or unfinished stories. Um, and that came out on May 20th of 2020, released uh, independently on CD and digitally, and it's really good. Um, it kind of has some vibes of like Russia's uh, Arcona, but perhaps less folky, a little more um, black metal as far as the guitars go. Uh, she does a lot of clean vocals um, over this music, and it works really well. I just, I think it's excellent. I think it's really kind of unique. And uh, she does a great job on every instrument. Like, the performances on each individual instrument uh, are just really well done. So, yeah, I'm excited by this. And I need to go back and listen to the uh, the full length from 2018. Because I'm really digging this a lot. So, here we go. Off of the 2020 EP, Keskenoresia Taranoita. This is Vermilia with Taivas Hiljahuta. <laughs>
I forgot about that part at the end. I jumped the gun. That was Vermilia from Finland with Taivas Hiljahuta, which translates roughly to um, the sky is silently screaming. That's a really cool tune and a really cool EP. And like I said, I have to go back and, uh, and listen to that full length now. I'm all in. She's hooked me. All right, we're going to Brazil. This band's been around since 84 and is probably the biggest metal band to come out of Brazil. I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. It is Sepultura. And um, I just had been listening to a ton of Sepultura leading up to the show that uh, my son and I just went to on uh, April 2nd. It was his first concert. And man, he, he did great. He's five. Um, but he already is just into a lot of metal stuff and metal drummers, especially there's specific drummers that he loves. So he loves Eloy Casagrande from Sepultura, and um, we went to go see it. Thank you again to my Facebook buddy Frank uh, for covering Liam's ticket. I had already um, bought the tickets for me and Liam, and he sent me a message and said, how much did you pay for that ticket? And I told him, and he said, well, wh- um, do you have PayPal? And I said, yeah. So he said, I'm going to send you the money to cover your son's ticket he's like I, I want it to be like my treat for your son to go you know and uh, I thought that was a really cool gesture so thank you Frank he had a blast um, he really loved Sacred Reich and that was my first time seeing Sacred Reich live as well so I was pretty psyched uh, to see them and they were outstanding and uh, I've got all sorts of videos of my son just kind of headbanging to to Sacred Reich but I didn't know how he would do if he would hang on long enough to see Sepultura since they were headlining and uh, he did. We didn't stay for the whole thing. He was running out of gas for sure. Uh, so we saw, I think, the first six songs of Sepultura's set, which I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm proud that he lasted as long as he did. Uh, but we were able to see this particular song. This is one that's actually on my son's uh, Spotify playlist that we listen to all the time. But yes, I, I could go on and on about um, my, my problem with the... Cavalera Brothers, and uh, I kind of get defensive of Sepultura when people uh, talk a lot of shit about um, current Sepultura and people that are outraged that they would still use the name Sepultura. Um, I think that's ridiculous. I think if both brothers chose to quit, then why the hell should the band have to change the name? They're the ones who are still going strong. They're not the quitters here. But yes, I'm playing something off of Quadra, the most recent album, which frankly is one of their best in quite some time. The last three records really have been have been really good, but this one is uh, is definitely the best so far since they've gotten uh, Eloy in the band. So this came out in uh, early February of 2020. It's their 15th record overall. It came out through Nuclear Blast Records, but there's a really cool drum uh, playthrough video of this song uh, as well as a few others uh, from this record but uh, this one is a favorite of mine and a favorite of my son's so yes since i've been listening to so much sepultura i decided to include it in the episode so here we go off of quadra this is sepultura with means to an end
Sepultura with Means to an End off of their most recent record, Quadra. Um, yeah, we saw them just in time as well because I think it was two dates later, or maybe the following day, 
um, that Eloy broke his leg. So he, I don't know if it was like after they finished the set and they were kind of leaving the stage just to kind of hang out until they come out for their encore type thing. But whenever he uh, got up from his drum riser and went to leave the stage, I guess he took a misstep and fell. Um, I don't know if he fell off the back of the stage or what, but he took a, a pretty steep fall and um, broke both bones in his leg. It wasn't like a compound fracture where his leg looked like a noodle when <laughs> went afterwards, but he fractured, you know, both bones uh, in his leg just below the knee. So he's actually since. Uh, gone home and had surgery. I think he had some sort of a metal plate or something put in from what I saw on his Instagram uh, just this morning. But uh, they have the drummer from Angra filling in for the last, f I think there's four dates left on the tour. So he's already played one or two of those dates. So their tour should be finishing up in the next couple of days. So yeah, that sucks. He's an excellent drummer and a really hard hitter, really hard hitter. So uh, hopefully he can mend up quickly and not uh, you know, <laughs> re-break anything when he's kicking the hell out of his uh, out of his pedals, but um, yeah, I mean while Sepultura still kind of has some new metal touches to their sound, they've always just kind of been creative and done their own thing. And uh, from a drumming standpoint, you know, if you're not a drummer, you might not notice a lot of the stuff that Eloy is doing. But he, from a technical standpoint, there's so much little nuance to his playing. Um, and it's just, it's so good. <laughs> he's hes the best. All right, we are going to Denmark here. This is a three-piece band that's been going since 2020, so they're pretty new. They just released their debut, and it's already just uh, making the rounds. I'm seeing a lot of buzz about it. And rightfully so. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really good, and it's really kind of an interesting take on traditional black metal. The band is Heltikvad, and they play basically what they refer to as like medieval black metal because there's a lot of medieval like imagery, not only with the cover art and everything like that, but there's just kind of like you just get that vibe from the music pretty much. But uh, like, like I said, they just released their debut, which I'm not going to try to pronounce. I did okay with my, my finish there, but I'm not going to push my luck because while I can do okay with the Scandinavian languages um this particular album and the song title both have some some long words in them that i'm afraid i will totally screw up so uh i'm not going to try to pronounce this but yes i have already been seeing people sharing this album and uh i've seen it pop up on playlists and it's really uh making the rounds pretty well so far but this came out on march 25th through eisenwald and it's good. It's out there on Spotify as well. So if you uh, have not heard this one yet, since it's so new, I suggest you go and check it out. Try before you buy. So here we go with a tune that I'm not going to pronounce off of their debut album. This is Denmark's Heltikvad.
Alright, there we go. That was Heltikvad from Denmark with, let me give it a shot. The escape is Vangrastund, which is Danish for the fateful moment is what I think I just read. <laughs> I've already forgotten. But yeah, that's off of their debut record that just came out a couple weeks ago. And it's a really cool album. Like, that guitar tone is pretty unique because there's such little, like, gain on it, I guess. There's a lot of high end, and it's just not a lot of gain, and it's real clear, and it's very active, that uh, that lead guitar. All right. Let's go to South Korea here. This is a band that I came across with one of the, like, death metal... Um, groups that I follow on Facebook that somebody shared. I thought it was pretty cool. It's not... I have to be in the right mood for it. It's a little more uh, leaning towards the brutal death metal side, but not quite all the way there. It doesn't sound like suffocation or anything like that. But this is a four-piece band from South Korea that uh, just formed last year. So they've got a couple of demos that they released uh, within a very short span of time, so they're very well produced. Uh, they clearly went to like a proper studio or something, but um, yeah, the, the, for a demo it sounds fantastic. Uh, I'm going to play something off of the first of those two demos. I want to say they came out within like a week of each other. <laughs> so, first demo's called Until We Die, and that came out on March 1st of this year. Uh, released independently, of course, uh, just all strictly digital, so if you want to check out uh, their stuff, it's on their Bandcamp and there might be some stuff on um, on YouTube as well if you want to check it out. But yeah, it's it's just good, solid death metal, very aggressive, um, but the guitar work is well done. Vocals sound great, and really it's just kind of cool to hear this coming out of South Korea. So that's another big reason why I'm playing it. It's just because it's a bit of an unexpected location. So here we go, off of their Until We Die demo. This is Morbidism with Carnal Feast. Let's 
There we have it. That was Morbidism from South Korea with Carnal Feast. Those little touches of keyboards in there kind of gives me uh, Nocturnus vibes <laughs> in a good way. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. It's just a nice touch. All right, we're jumping to the UK here. This band's been around since '79, and for the most part, they have a lot of not original members per se, but uh, there's one or two original members in there, and then the other guys have been in it since like mid '80s. So it's like the it's a lot of the. Uh, old members are still around and that band is satan and they are a very well known i would think for those who are into the genre at least um new wave of british heavy metal band uh there's even some ties to um angel witch you know with some of their old members kind of sharing members with angel witch but the vocalist still sounds great i can't remember his name off the top of my head but they've i mean the the last three records they've released it's right up there with their best of their classic material as well. Uh, for as long as they've been around, they have not released a ton of records. They kind of had a pretty significant uh, gap in between releases. But I'm going to play something off of their brand new one, which is only their sixth album overall. And again, they've been around since 79, so that is not very prolific at all. But uh, they've been on a roll here as of late with their last few. And this new one's called Earth Infernal, came out on April 1st through Metal Blade, and yeah, it's good. I still like the previous couple of records a little bit better than this one. Um, maybe it's just something with the production, I'm not quite sure what's turning me off uh, from this, but it's not bad by any means. But yeah, this one stood out to me as, uh, as one of the catchier ones, and it's just pretty solid tune so here we go off of earth infernal this is satan with 12 infernal lords
Alright. That was Satan from the UK with 12 Infernal Lords. Singer may have lost a touch off of his range over the last handful of years, but he still sounds good to me. His voice is, I mean, if, if his voice has dropped off a little bit over the last five years, I'd say that's a pretty damn good run, <laughs> considering that he's been singing since the 70s, and he's sounded great up until recently. And he still sounds good, he just isn't hitting some of the notes he used to. Um, Alright, we're going to Australia, Sydney, Australia, as a matter of fact, for the next two bands. Uh, they don't share any members or anything, they just happen to be from the same city. Uh, this band's been around since 2015, and this is just another one that I came across on that death metal Facebook group that somebody shared, and I checked it out and liked it, and just kind of made a mental note, and uh, wanted to include them on the next episode. So the band is called Golgothan Remains, and their first album came out in 2018, their second one just came out, which is why somebody was sharing it on that group on Facebook, but their second album is called Adorned in Ruin, and that came out on April 1st. Um... I forgot to, to check who it was that released it, like which label, but uh, really cool cover art, and I checked out the debut album as well, and really dug that a lot. It's kind of in that incantation-ish, you know, primitive death metal style that I that I like, where everything's just kind of real uh, dissonant and, and covered in reverb and echo and just kind of has that cavernous, you know, mood to it, that, that cool sound. But, uh, but yes, this is really solid stuff, and um, I kind of associate that style with the New Zealand scene, and uh, so yeah, it's kind of nice to hear something from their, from their neighbors, their Aussie neighbors. So here we go, off of their second album, Adorned in Ruin, this is Golgothan Remains with Of Morbid Blood and Serpent Skins. Thank you. 
bumping my mic. All right, that was Golgothan Remains with Of Morbid Blood and Serpent Skins. Really cool, good guitar work as well, and it's not muddy. Like, it sounds kind of primitive and, and not polished, but it's not so muddy that you can't understand what the hell's going on. Um, all right, this next one I am excited about. As I said, this one is also from Sydney, Australia. This is a two-piece band uh, that is pretty new. They just formed in 2021 band is called Ravenous Dusk, and I saw this shared on Facebook and thought the cover looked cool and checked it out, and man, it's good. Uh, it really reminds me of, like, 90s black metal. Like, there's some touches of early Emperor in there. There's an, enough, like, of a melodic touch to where you kind of see some dissection vibes from time to time. Um, vocals are great. It's excellent. Uh, this is a demo. It's called The Dead of Night, and came out on March 31st uh, of this year. They did get a release, a cassette release, through Seance Records, but other than that, it's released uh, digitally through their Bandcamp page, but uh, it's out there on YouTube as well. Check this out. Um, I was really kind of blown away by how good this demo was. Um, so yeah, I was very excited when I first heard it, and immediately it was just a no-brainer for me that, like, gotta, gotta play these guys on the next episode. So here we go. Off of their brand new demo, The Dead of Night, this is Ravenous Dusk with Poison Shadow.
right, there we go. That was Poison Shadow by Ravenous Dusk off of their Dead of Night demo. Really good, and like I said, just check it out. I can't suggest that <laughs> strongly enough. All right, we're going to Chile, and this is a four-piece death metal band that's been going since 2012 that I feel like I've heard of but never really checked out until recently. Um, I, I can't remember where I may have heard, probably through one of those Facebook groups. I've mentioned them about five times already. But uh, the band is called Suppression, and they're about to release uh, their debut full-length called The Sorrow of Soul Through Flesh, coming out on April 25th uh, through Unspeakable Axe Records. Um... But yeah, they released a single, uh, when did they release this? Maybe 2020? And then this was just like a standalone single, and then they've re-recorded that single, and it's included on this upcoming uh, full length as well. But they did a demo in 2012, and an EP in 2019. That may be where I've heard of them from, was the EP. But um, it's good, it's just chunky, very thick, kind of technical death metal, but not too much so. Although I will say, on this track especially, somebody should really tell the bass player to just calm the hell down. Because he's really going apeshit in some of these riffs that don't really call for it. <laughs> he's just kind of noodling all over the place there. But uh, other than that, it's it's pretty solid stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know that they're going to be changing the, the the musical world or anything with, uh, with this music. But um, it's just some good, straightforward death metal, so... Why not uh, shine a little light on this band from Chile? So, off of their upcoming debut, The Sorrow of Soul Through Flesh, this is Suppression with Misunderstanding Reality.
right, that was Suppression from Chile with Misunderstanding Reality. It's kind of some atheist vibes in there and kind of a cryptopsy bass tone going on. But yeah, like I said, the bass is a little too busy in that song for me, but it's still pretty solid stuff. Uh, all right, we're going to Sweden here. This is just one of my favorite black metal bands um, of the last decade, I'd say. Uh, the band is Bleg, and they've been around since 2013, and I think their last two records have made it on to my year-end uh, best of that particular year lists that I do that I'm sure about five people read <laughs> at the end of the year. But uh, yeah, their last couple of records that they've put out have been excellent, and they've made it onto my lists. Um, and they just released a new one, their fourth and it's so good. Um, they just keep getting better. But yeah, they just released a new album, Fegring. It came out on um, April 1st through Nordvis Productions. And this is their fourth album overall. And yeah, like I said, I was telling my friend Sean that pretty much between uh, Bleg and Grima from Russia, that's another one that just seems to get stronger uh, with each album. And... Um, yeah, I've been all over this record since it came out, and it's it's really good. It's really good. So yeah, I don't know what else to say other than it's just kind of melodic black metal that has some kind of folky imagery to the lyrics and everything as well, and just to the band themselves. It's not necessarily folky musically, but uh, you can just kind of feel that vibe kind of woven throughout the whole composition really so this one's a little bit long but it's an excellent tune so here we go off of their fourth album Fegring this is Bleg with Alir Iblom
right, there we go. Got the nice Tweety Birds going. That was Bleg from Sweden with Alir Iblom. It's really good. <laughs> I can't stress it enough. The last... I ha I think I... I don't even know if I've heard the debut. I've just heard the last three. Um, and they're so good. Alright, we're going to Switzerland here. This is a band that is a little hard to classify because they're kind of just more like kind of straightforward thrashy riffs but kind of have that gritty death metal early death metal vocal that's kind of almost like uh tom angel ripper from sodom type vocals um so to me it's just kind of like filthier thrash <laughs> but the band is messiah and they uh, initially existed from 84 until 95 and they reformed in 2017 they're still going right now um, I'm sure they're playing some festivals and things like that. Um, I'm not, I meant to double check if they've released anything since they reformed. I think they have, but uh, I didn't pay too much attention. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play something off of their third record that came out in 91 called Choir of Horrors. Came out through Noise Records. And um, this one, overall, I like the production on it. And some of the songs are really cool. Uh, overall, it's not the most memorable but uh, none of their stuff really was that much. But um, there's the odd tune here or there that to me just stands out from the pack and has uh, some of the more interesting guitar work on it and uh, more memorable riffs. So this is one of them. So yes, yeah, since it is kind of a classic band, I don't hear them spoken of as often as some others. So I just kind of wanted to share a little bit of these guys and give them their, give them their due. So here we go, off of the 1991 album Choir of Horrors, this is Messiah with Choir of Horrors.
All right, that was Messiah with Choir of Horrors from 1991. That one, I mean, of their early stuff, I'd say that is probably the coolest record of theirs. Um, It's worth checking out. All right, this next band is originally from Cyprus, and then I believe they relocated elsewhere, maybe to the UK, if I remember right, and then have since relocated back to Cyprus. (laughs) So they might still have one or two British members in there, but uh, the, the... founding member is from cyprus been around since 2012 the band is called tome of the unreplenished and i know virtually nothing of uh of this band but um i think what made me check them out was that their most recent record just came out on uh the 8th which what the hell day is it today it's the 10th so it just came out this past friday so I probably saw something kind of promoting it uh, that it was coming out so it just made me check them out because I've never heard of them and uh, listened to the debut album on Spotify and really enjoyed it Um, but it's hard to classify because there's a lot of real melodic like kind of post black metal vibes going on but then there's some kind of more death metal-y vocals that are kind of not very frequent either I mean the song's a little bit long and there's not a ton of vocals in it uh, there's enough, but yeah, there's some long stretches there with no vocals. But um, yeah, so it's a little hard to pin down if it's just kind of considered like a melodic death metal, but that doesn't really sum it up very well either. You'll just have to hear it for yourself pretty much. But um, yeah, I haven't checked out this second album that just came out on Friday, so I'm going to have to make a point to uh, to do that this week and give it a go. But um, the debut album came out in 2015 called Inner Standing. And that came out through iVoidHanger Records. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good record. And like I said, it's just kind of hard to classify, but it makes it unique. It definitely kind of stood out to me as being different from from some of their peers. So, here we go. Off of their 2015 debut album, Inner Standing. This is Tome of the Unreplenished with Take Me to the Stars.
All right, there we go. As that continues its fade out, that was Tome of the Unreplenished with Take Me to the Stars, which I cannot help but think of Tony Bennett when I see that song title. Because Take Me to the Stars kind of makes me think of Fly Me to the Moon. So I think of Tony Bennett every time. That's right. I'm old. I'm old, man. Not old enough for Tony Bennett, but I still love Tony Bennett. Um, all right. We're going to the UK out of York, up north. This band's been around since 2018. They released a demo in 2019 and then just released their debut full length um, independently on April 1st of this year called Occulta Tenebris. Tenebri? Tenebris? Tenebris? No idea. Um, but the band is called Blood Countess, and uh, what drew me in was the album cover. Just the coloration of it and everything. It's all black and red. The band's logo is red. The picture on the front is uh, one of the members, who I can only assume is the singer, who's in full corpse paint, sticking his tongue out. And But it's all red. Everything's red. And uh, I thought it looked really cool. <laughs> that's really... I've said this before, if you have a good album cover, sometimes that's all it takes to just draw somebody in to check it out. And then, uh, you know, they might fall in love with your music. You never know. But this is really cool. Um, it's not breaking the mold or coming up with some totally new, exciting form of black metal or anything, but it's just really solid, kind of old-school-feeling black metal with a really good production um, for this music and yeah it's just kind of underground and just a solid record coming out of the UK they've they've been putting out some good really good black metal the last uh, couple of years here with like Heathen Deity and uh, Ninkar Sog and then a band like this you know there's there's been some cool stuff coming out of the UK lately so here we go. I don't have much else background-wise with this band, so we're just going to jump right in here. So off of the uh, debut album Occulta Tenebris, this is Blood Countess with In Virgin's Blood. <laughs> Yeah. 
Night, that is Blood Countess from York in the UK with In Virgin's Blood. If you listen closely, right after I said the name of the song title introducing it, you can hear my son's cat, Walnut, let out a nice loud meow right before the music starts. And he's actually scratching the back of my computer chair right now. Get off. All right, it is time to finish strong here. This is the final song of the episode. I, of course, want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for telling other people about the podcast. Uh, If you want to tell someone where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app or the entire catalog of episodes should be on Spotify. Uh, Although, actually, I say that, but uh, I noticed that they only seem to keep 100 episodes on there. So really, uh, all that's on there right now will be episodes 15 through 115. So the first 15 are no longer there on Spotify. You'd have to listen to them on uh, on Podbean or something. But any sort of feedback, requests, uh, anything like that, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And of course, please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of updates regarding future episodes or poll questions or anything like that, Uh, It's all going to be posted there, so find it and follow it. All right. Um, I'm going to be out of town visiting a friend of mine in Colorado in two weeks, but don't worry, I plan on um, getting all my stuff together and recording the next episode early so that way it's ready to go and I can release it uh, on time once I return. So it'll be a busy week, but uh, I'm going to get it done, damn it. So, let's finish up here. I'm going to play a band that I'm not really a fan of, but uh, tons of people are, so it's only fair to uh, to play one of their tunes. That band is Deathspell Omega. Um, They are one that, while unique, I've always questioned the um, authenticity of it. Um, Because they're one of those bands that seem to release stuff that was super weird but it just felt like they were doing it just for the sake of being weird. Like they just enjoy being the the odd, weird band that makes strange music. And Blue Douse Nord is guilty of that at times, but I've always felt like even in their most avant-garde moments, it still feels a little more genuine, I guess, to me. But uh, Death Spell Omega is, is very popular, um, but they just released a new album on uh, March 23rd, called The Long Defeat. It's their eighth record overall, and that came out through Norva, Norma Evangelium Diaboli Records. And I have given it a spin, which I is, you know, more than I can say about their last few albums. But, um, but I've given this one a spin, and it's not bad. It still isn't doing much for me, but, uh, but it's not bad. But yeah, I've been seeing some kind of mixed reviews of, uh, of this new one. I'm not really sure why, but um, it seems like it's been kind of 50-50. So for those of you who have not uh, heard this album, you're going to get a taste of it right now. So everybody, take care. And as I said, I will get this next episode recorded early so I can release it on time. So here we go, off of their new album, The Long Defeat. This is Deathspell Omega with Our Life is Your Death. Cheers. Cheers.